Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wolves Weekly. Match Day Live Extra. Brentford 1, Wolves 1. Wolves still in the FA Cup thanks to a sensational screamer from Tommy Doyle. Down to 10 men as early as the ninth minute when João Gomez was sent off. We'll talk about that. Whether Brentford should have had a man sent off for a pretty similar looking challenge on Tommy Doyle. Uh, Neil Mope put the home side in front just before half-time. But Wolves kept going. And they kept pressing and on came Pedro Neto and he played his part in laying the ball off for Tommy Doyle. And on the 64th minute, Doyle onto his left foot and unleashed a rifle from 20 yards into the top corner. It's a brilliant finish. We've just been watching replay after replay of it on our screens here in the press box at the Brentford Community Stadium. I'm Mikey Burrows, the Hall of Famer, Andy Thompson alongside me. That game had a lot to it. Brentford might have had another player sent off towards the end. There was a VAR check for violent conduct that Pedro Neto certainly was incensed by and thought something should have happened on it. Um, In the end, Wolves are still in the FA Cup and they very much deserve to be. Yeah, uh, the thing is, though, so you always fear the worst when it goes down to 10 men so early on as well. Nine minutes to lose a player. So, like, you're just thinking, so, like, oh, no. So, like, that's that's it done with. But I'll tell you what, this team can't or never does give up um, and it just shows you the, the character what they've got in it uh, when they are playing they took the game to Brentford it wasn't I, I know that Brentford had a lot of possession and said look and they are going to with uh, 11 men and that extra man but I tell you what showed a little bit of fo- they showed fight in there and what an equaliser what an equalising goal from Tommy Doyle who I thought had another good game I thought a lot of players tonight I thought had a good game I thought the back line defended really well. Totti, Kilman uh, and Santi Bueno, I thought, defended really well. And just seen a picture here on the replay, Samario. So, look, again, how's that not... I'm just watching the replay of the... Was it... Keen Lewis Potter and Nelson Samedo at the end of the game. Uh, Samedo trying to shield the ball out of play. It goes behind for a corner. And Lewis Potter puts his hand, his left hand, 
grips round the neck of Nelson Semedo and pushes him away. That's what incensed Pedro Neto so much. VAR did have a look at it and decided that it wasn't worthy of being not, violent is, conduct. Is that, is that not violent, grabbing somebody around the throat? Oh, well, there have been that, sendings that, off for it this season. But there has, oh, what was the other one that we didn't get a sending off when somebody's head but it was uh, Fulham? His head, but he's put his face into his his head into his face, and he said like it wasn't uh, a violent headbutt, wasn't it? I think that was the quote. Um, and again, it's I, I, I just don't get these referees. And I, I know we don't want to keep going on about because I think Wolves played really well tonight. But like, it's about that consistency coming, and decisions have got to be more consistent. If you're sending somebody off for going over the top on somebody's ankle, and they say look, and he didn't mean it, but then. A bit after somebody going over the top, and which was more clear over the top of the ball on Doyle, it was that exactly the same. Caught him exactly the same kind of tackle. Yeah, and the, and the referee just absolutely nothing. Okay, let, let's go back and go through it step by step. So we are early in the game. We're just into the ninth minute, and the ball is with the Brentford goalkeeper Thomas Strakosha, and he kind of chips it up towards halfway. Totty wins it in the air. There is an argument there's a high foot on Totty, and Wolves might well feel when they watch that back they could have had a free kick in that instance. But João Gomez just got himself the wrong side of Christian Norgard, and he's reaching. And his body is turned, and you could make a strong case that at the moment he makes contact, he's not actually looking. He's just off balance, leaning back and stretching with his right boot, and he catches Damsgaard there's, there's no on the malice, ankle. There's no malice in it. He's like stretching for the ball, but it's gone over the top. Yeah, uh, but he, he stretches it and he catches him on the ankle. And because he catches him on the ankle, uh, with the pressure of his challenge, Damsgaard, uh, sorry, Norgaard rolls his ankle. And that's sore. Yeah. Undoubtedly, oh, oh, that's sore. No, no question. And he goes down. And immediately, the Brentford players are swarming round. And the referee, Tony Harrington, and I made the point to Tom at half-time, he's only done one Premier League game this season. He's only done 10 in his entire career. Vast majority, 188 championship games. That's where he does his, ma his main referee. So Tony Harrington, who is not used to using VAR, and that's the point I'm making in that respect, walked around on a big loop, kept himself out of it, looked at the Brentford reaction, looked at the player on the, on the floor who undoubtedly was hurt because he came off, he limped off straight away from that moment and he produces a red card. Now, my argument, Tomo, is that in the Premier League, the referee may well have given a yellow or may well have waited for VAR to look at it to suggest he goes and looks at the screen and makes up his mind based on what they want to show him. But a non-Premier League referee, a non-VAR regular referee just produces the red. And at the moment he produces the red, VAR can do nothing. No, no. Because it's never going to be clear and obvious to overturn it. Yeah. Mark, Mark, I understand what you're saying, but I'm just thinking, have somebody said to him in his ear, that was a bad tackle. And, and just as, 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 as just a general chat, have they said, um, well, I think, that's, I think that's a red card, or, the, or that was a bad tackle, he's gone over the top on him. Um, it should be sent off. Because has he gone round then he's listening to somebody? I don't know. Well, they'll, they'll, have, they'll have had a conversation between the fourth official, between the assistants, but <coughs> the, uh, what I think, uh, say this is just my yeah, summation yeah, well, of I'm it. I'm the same with you. I think from, and you've seen referees do this, some referees will take a moment and they'll assess what they think they've seen. So he thinks he's seen 
the studs of Jao Gomez go into the player. He sees how injured the player is and the reaction from some of the Brentford well, that players. that nothing to do with it. That, true. Well, m half an argument whether that is the case yeah. or not. But the point is, I think that's how he's made the decision. Yeah. I don't think there's any kind of conspiracy as to someone setting his ear. I think he's just, I think he's made the decision. I think he's just made yeah. it later than many of us thought he would. Because initially, if you're going to send him off in that regard, most referees run in and, and flash the card straight away. He took a moment to assess what he thought he'd seen yeah. and then made the decision. Yeah. And what we're saying is that with VAR, he didn't need to do that. Yeah. Well, there's, look, say, I'll say, Look, say, I know what you're saying, and then, but I was just thinking, as somebody said something to his ear, just as a general chat in his ear, that's, it's, oh, yeah, it's a red card. So, look, he's gone over the top, he's caught him. And again, but was it halfway through the first half again? The, the tackle on Doyle, what's the difference? So, yeah. The, what's the, so I, I don't see what the difference is. <laughs> if anything, the one on Doyle, he's gone higher over him because he's gone over the top of the ball to get to Doyle's ankle. Yeah, so uh, so here's the here's the, the point of contention. So, as I say, Jao Gomez is one, he's off balance, his studs are up slightly, as they would be, but they're, they're kind of still angled down. It's just that he's stretching with his yeah. boot and he catches um, Christian Norgaard on the back of the boot, kind of on the heel part of it, and that's what sends him over to twist his ankle. The Tommy Doyle incident is Tommy Doyle has slid in on the side of the pitch to try and keep the ball in, and Mikkel Damsgaard has gone over the top of the ball and stood on the ankle of Tommy Doyle. And I think the, stu the stood is probably the key part in it, because it's, it's a different type of challenge that Jao Gomez made. It's the same contact yeah. area, but the point is he went over the top of the ball yeah to land on Tommy Doyle. And as I say, okay, if you're saying something about the first sending off, he's, he's, the referee's gone, okay, he's caught him on his ankle, he's saying that it's a set red, straight red. What the my point is, if you're doing one, how can you not do the other? And, and again, that word that we always talk about, consistency. Again, we, they just don't do it. And, and, and again, I know he yeah, ain't done many Premier League games, but... We're talking about Premier League referees doing exactly the same, where there's no consistency in their decisions. Now, there ain't much difference between that sending off and the Doyle one where he's only got a fell. There's not much difference for me. If anything, the Doyle one, he's made more of an initial movement towards Doyle rather than Gomez, who's just straightening his leg. He's, he's off balance, yeah, leaning. Uh, and I guess the, the, the problem comes for you and I, because I, I think you'll agree with me on this. I don't think you do them red cards. No, but once he gives one, yeah. he's got to begin the other one. Like I say, I'm watching Gomez there. Gomez is basically falling down, stretching his leg out, which he's gone onto the lad's ankle, okay, and he's hurt him, and there's no question about that. But it shouldn't be about but the he's not bell. gone to hurt him. No, he's not gone to hurt him, because he's like, he's like falling away from him, if anything. He's like stretched his leg out, and then he's caught him on the ankle. He didn't mean to do it. Like you say, if the, Reds, if the referee's made the decision, okay, fine, I've got no problem with that. He's given him a red card. But how, what is the difference between the one that Doyle's had and I would say that the one that Doyle had is probably worse than the one that Gomez has because there was more intent in the one where the, the Brentford player's gone over the top yeah. to, to Doyle. Yeah, I, I just think it comes down to this element of um, I don't think I don't think Jean Gomez was particularly reckless and the, there isn't any intent there. It, it's, it's unfortunate and contact happens and players can get injured and you know genuinely hope Christian Norgard is okay he looked like he rolled look, his I don't, ankle I don't, look I don't know any any player injured 
but I'm just uh, yeah. talking from the side of the referee. There's got to be consistency in these decisions. You can't be making one decision for one team and another decision for another team. The the, the young lads who's who's done really well in the two games. I thought Smado played better against him tonight. I thought that he say didn't give him anything where he caused him a little bit of trouble <laughs> in the league game down here. But you can't be going and grabbing somebody around the throat and saying that it's not violent. What's he do? What's he grabbing him around the throat for? Mm. If it's not violent. So so they were the big kind of VAR and refereeing kind of controversial moments in the game. Um, Wolves fell behind just before half-time. Uh, ball whipped in. It was actually, again, uh, if we're talking about refereeing moments, Pablo Sarabia uh, kind of went into the legs of, I think, Lewis Potter, or might have been Damsgaard, who kind of threw himself to the ground. And the Wolves supporters in that corner were furious, didn't think it was a foul free kick was given it's whipped in it's bounced off a couple of Brentford heads and drops to Mope who swipes a foot at it Brentford lead not a lot Wolves could do in that regard and actually I think you give a lot of credit Tomo to the way Wolves defended tonight because they were Santi Bueno I thought I, had a really good game I thought he had a good game I said like I said to you about the league game here what we had I thought uh, Santi Bueno I thought struggled in that first half but I thought the second half I thought he, put, he defended really well I thought he played really really well throughout this game today I thought that he he he, he showed um, good defending. He headed. He read the ball. So look, I know Dawson's not in the side tonight, but I just thought that he played really well. I think that he probably got caught for Brentford's goal in the league game here, ball watching a little bit. But I tell you what, blocks, reading of the game. I thought he played really well. I thought alongside Totty and, uh, and Kilman, I thought the three of them, Marshall well, and the, and also as well, supported by the two fullbacks. Doughty and Samado. I thought Samado had the young lad in his pockets for the most of the game because he struggled to get past him where in the first game he's probably unexpected playing against Samado. He's probably not, well, he hadn't played against him before and then you're still learning about what players have got. I thought that he marshalled him really well and, and Doughty, you know, he's consistent on that left-hand side um, and he just offers you that something else in the air as well. So, look, if you look all across that back line... The front line, the midfield, I thought, as a team, I thought we defend. The goalkeeper as well. Goalkeeper, when he needed to come for it or had to save, did really well because there's a couple of saves that he did as well on that. I just thought that as a as a whole, I thought the team were really well tonight. I, I mentioned to you in commentary, and look, th this is not the, the finished article, this team. And, you know, they will look tonight and say that there was no Mario Lamina, no He Chan Wang, no Rayonate Nori. Um, you know, no Bubakar Traore is an option from the bench, that this is a, a, a Wolves team that don't have as much as, as they might ordinarily have had in other bits. But if there is ever evidence of the confidence of this group, it is shown in the way that they kept fighting and then they got themselves back in the game. Pedro Neto came off the bench and they got, obviously, the equaliser. We talked about how good a strike it is from Tommy Doyle. And we can wax lyrical about that more if you want. But if you want to, I don't mind my watching I, that. I said to you at one point in commentary, Tomo, that we have got some fun players to watch. And the front three were an option to break out at every point. Yeah, that's that's the reason why he made the change with Sarabia um, coming off. Because he looks like Sarabia's played really well and he's good on the ball. But by bringing on Neto, it gives you more legs and somebody will drive you up the pitch. Now, what I liked, it's, it's when they come out for the second half, Gary O'Neill's had a, a talk to them and he's gone, I need you to be more advanced up the pitch. So put pressure on them. Make, 
tip the game to them a little bit. And then, and they did exactly that in the second half. They played the three up against them, and uh, so they looked as nervous as anything. Uh, the Brentford lads coming up against here because they played the four against the three. Uh, well, they changed it a little bit, didn't they? In the second half, they went with five, so they played with three. But the three lads up against them played really well. I thought that we got the ball to them. Um, I thought they caused them problems. And again, so look, the only way they're getting that goal, and they put pressure on them to get the corner, and then a, a wonder strike from Doyle, wasn't it? So it just shows you, um, if you've got that confidence, even though you've got 10 men, uh, you can still take the game to teams. Because everybody thought that the game was over once that play was sent off after nine minutes. But no, just show character, fight, um, and that willingness to, to still take the, the game to teams. Uh, Roscoe says, great performance, as good as you'll see from a team down to 10 men and away from home. Loved it in capital letters. Uh, Kevin says, officials once again showing their incompetence. That's the views of Kevin. Uh, Spencer says, so can't wait for Lamina, fully fit Neto and Huang being together in the team with the form Huang and Lamina are in. Wow, maybe digging out my passport, lads, says Spencer. Uh, Carter says, take some real character to go down to 10 men and concede, but then to keep pushing and getting an equaliser. The boys should be real proud of themselves tonight. We go again twice, played Brentford, more times than I've seen my family, says Carter. Uh, Doyle scoring with his left, which had been stamped on, says it all, says this one message as well. Um, and Alistair says, let's go and win the FA Cup now, not just the tie. Sue says, Lionhearts, all of them. Let's get them down to Molyneux and put them to the sword. Was deflated at half-time, but feeling elated now. Got to love this team. And that's the point, isn't it? That we've talked a lot in the, in the last, what, two months or so? Yeah. About the way things have started to turn amongst supporters and the belief and the way they chanted all the way through the game, yeah. those who were here. Well, the thing is, though, they've got a team to cheer for, haven't they? They've got a team that go out there and give the roll. Uh, but also as well, they're exciting to watch. You look at that now, so look, you, um, you've seen many a team with, when they go down and lose a player so early on as well, basically just fold and, and say they lose the game. They didn't. They, they, they've got that belief. They've got that character. And, that, and again, that comes from the manager. I think the manager has uh, instilled that into his team where he, he's got a team who can believe, no matter what they've got or what they come up against, he's given that, confidence uh, and that character to go out there and get some kind of result out of it and again it, it just shows you what the what they can do to score a goal like that and to play the way that they did it was absolutely brilliant to watch um, and again I know they've had to defend for long periods of time which is going to be a natural thing but to also take the game to the the home side was the thing so look and, and that unsettled them it made them nervous and you saw it throughout the game. So, look, they didn't seem right about anything what was going on with the game. But he'll, he'll, be, he'll be so proud of them, the manager, about what they're doing. I'm bringing this up. You've seen my screen. I'm bringing this up to make sure I get the number right. 45 goals in your Wolves career. Um, and uh, I know you scored one pretty, pretty impressive away at Ipswich that I saw In recently. an FA Cup game? In an FA Cup game. Um, just... Give an idea for people. Uh, I say I don't do this to you all the time, but <laughs> um, de delve deep into the memory, into the memory banks. I know. Long time. We've always ate. Yeah, I know we're going back a long way. <laughs> but when Tommy Doyle hits that ball, because it came to him, it was a short corner, and it's played back to him, and arguably, 
uh, Pedro Neto got it slightly wrong because they were clearly setting it up for him to hit it right-footed. And it was a bit behind him and he had to take a touch and shape it back onto his left. Yeah. But the moment when he hits the ball, does he know that's in? Yeah. Look, so, uh, my, my shot against Tipswich, as I say, left foot as well, uh, but it took a deflection, but it went in. But as soon as I hit it, I knew it was in. So look, when it, once, it, once it went there... And Dole knew that, but he hit it absolutely like a bullet, the way that he hit that. that there was no stopping. If the goalkeeper's standing there, he ain't stopping that from Dole. He hit it so sweet with his left foot. But it's, 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 some, it's a great feeling, especially and it was down the, towards the Wolves' end as well uh, when I scored at Ipswich. So it was just... Um, you're, just you're just running and thinking, where are they? Well, you're looking for those fans and all that. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great feeling, but mine was not as uh, hit as... Uh, as fierce as what Dawes did tonight. So, look, uh, this was a great goal. He just went to uh, hit it with his right, just pulled it onto his left, and then just pulled, uh, pulled that trigger and just shot it straight into that top corner. And the goalkeeper was just waving waving to his family, I think, when he was going for it, because he was never stopping it. I'm just showing you, this was Tommy Doyle's goal of the season for Sheffield oh. United, right-footed from uh, a bit of a further distance out. Right-footed, but same corner, what is it? His left one, just... I mean, you know, this was against Blackburn that we're watching on my screen right now. Um, I say, I said it in commentary. It, may, it kind of really took him to the attention of everybody because he did that in a in a Good televised player. FA Cup game. Um, and I've been waiting for him to do it yeah. for Wolves. Good player. I'll tell you what. I was the game against Everton when he's like played in the game. You just saw what it, what he can actually do um, if he gets the chance. And look again today. I thought that. He led by example in that midfield because he had to work so hard because a lot of the times he was in there on his own, uh, especially in the second half when they've actually pushed uh, the front three up a little bit and he was just patrolling across that that midfield area. And look, it takes some doing and so looking to go there and just to add that goal to it as well uh, and that great strike. So, look, it, I could watch that goal all day. So, look, it was, it was a great strike. Um. Just before we finish, uh, I mean, I'm guessing he's got to be player of the match, right? I mean, he played in midfield on his own for yeah, did. for 80 odd minutes as well. Yeah, I would pick him, and then just to top it off his goal as well. So it was just just the way he played. But he, yeah, he was a, he was a great great strike. I thought he played well in there. He chased everything down. He didn't give up, um, and at times he was in there on his own for for quite a spell. So it's um, yeah, it was good to watch. He was good to watch from him, and you could just see the confidence growing yeah. in him. That was the thing with him. A hell of a headache, isn't it? When Mario Lamina is back. Yeah, but what a nice headache to have. Like you've got <laughs> you've got a you've got a selection of players to pick from. Uh, your headaches come when you've got nobody to play in there. That's it's always a, it's the weirdest staying there, isn't it? Yeah, like it what is. a nice headache to have. Like I suffer with migraines from time to time. <laughs> nobody <laughs> well, likes having headaches. I, I don't think that'd have cleared it up, mate. But but the thing is though, it's like the, the manager knows now that he's got a team, a squad member that he can call on, on and what he can count on. Look, say, look, he's done himself no no, no problems at all tonight with the way that he's played. And I think, again, I'll say it, I thought he played well at Everton and I say he's, he's at times tonight he's had to play in there on his own. And again, he, he just did not give up. He still had quality on the ball, even though he'd run everywhere as well on the in, during the game. But just tops it off, doesn't it, the goal? It was a very good performance. Very. And we very enjoyed seeing Tommy Doyle do just that. We will do it all again. We enjoyed it so much we want to see this match another time. Exactly. Hopefully we, we keep 11 on the pitch.
I mean, we've got Brentford at home, I think in February. February, we've got February at home, yeah. So it'll be four times in the space of about six weeks. There's only also Brentford in the league, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> we've just got a mini league going on right now. Um, uh, brilliant. Uh, Tomo, thank you as ever. It's been a pleasure, um, Michael. I won't see you for a couple of weeks. No, I know. 22nd, the next one, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, we might have the replay, haven't we? Well, we'll find out the yeah, date. Yeah. But uh, obviously well, it won't be next week. It'll be the week the, after, uh, probably, the, it? the international, well, the, the breaks that they're on at the minute for the thing. So Wolves are off to a warm weather training camp. Uh, Tomo will get himself to a sunbed somewhere, no doubt. No. Back to work, Matt Monday. Back to work. <laughs> Back to work, but with a smile on your face. Oh, a smile on your face. After watching that, yes. Makes, it, makes life a lot better, mate. Makes life a lot better. <laughs> it certainly does. I think we're delirious, mainly as well, because <laughs> we saw a, a Brentford steward here who looked like uh, Doc from um, Back to the Future. He did. With the, with the white hair, which has <laughs> which has cheered me and Tom up no end as well. Here, we are delirious. We've we've been together too much over Christmas. We need we need some time apart. Tomo, thank you very much Pleasure, indeed. All the reaction to this game, as ever, is at wolves.co.uk and at Wolves across the social media channels. Don't forget to look out for Wolves Weekly. The latest episode features Steve Davis and James Collins on their time together as caretaker coaches uh, just over a year ago, plus, of course, uh, how to develop young talent and what loan moves can do for Wolves youngsters as well, which feels very timely. Uh, with the January transfer window now open. But Wolves are still in the FA Cup. We'll do it all again in a replay to come soon. Join us for that. This has been Wolves Weekly. Wolves Weekly. Matchday Live Extra. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.